Hello, Internet friend. I'm David Ravel, and this is ValueSide for Tuesday, February 28. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit valuesign.com. Well, today, companies reduce investment for new plant and equipment. American business people are generally speaking optimists. They're always looking for a brighter future, often looking beyond the valley to see better times ahead. While this upbeat attitude is admirable, and I would argue essential as a way to guide us through especially tough times, it presents an issue for economists. Currently, the major issues for most economists is whether the country is slipping into a recession. There seems to be a growing consensus among many in the dismal science that the country will see negative economic growth later this year. But to determine whether a recession is in our future requires some unbiased measures of the state of American business, something objective, not influenced by private business's tendency to be overly upbeat. In general, we'd prefer to watch how business behaves rather than what business says. Actual business behavior, that moment when the financial officer commits to spending the company's money, is the best measure of future course for that business. Now, we don't have very many of those kind of indicators, but one was reported yesterday, and its results were stunning. The U.S. Census Bureau published its latest report on durable goods. Now, durable goods are considered anything that has a usable life of three years or more. You'll find a lot of durable goods in the equipment that companies purchase, the latest office equipment, computer, manufacturing devices, and so on. Anything that the company expects to have around for a while and isn't just using and throwing it away. So these are usually big-ticket items, and the expenditure often has to be approved by a couple of corporate officers. Now, the reason this is important because it takes a certain amount of that optimism in the future to write a six- or seven-figure check to make that purchase. As CEO, if it looks like hard times ahead, you probably won't want to purchase any durable goods items. On the other hand, if business is expanding and adding a brand new widget press will get more customers, you'll buy it. And when economists see that durable goods orders are climbing all over, it's the best measure of all that businesses are putting their money on the line and betting that new durable goods items are needed for expansion. Economists will know that things are getting better. Now, you may have seen the headlines yesterday, durable goods down 4% for the month of January. In itself, not good news, but that's only half of it. This was by far the worst performance for durable goods since the pandemic, and followed December, which saw an increase of more than 5% in durable good orders. While one month does not make a trend, still, that's a very weak way to begin a new year. Whereas December may have been the result of companies spending available income and thereby avoiding income tax. January often sets the tone for the entire year, and to begin the year this way suggests that companies see 2023 as much weaker than 2022, that they are potentially scaling down for a year that may not be that great. Now, we discussed how such market leaders as Walmart and Amazon are lowering expectations for this new year. Moderna, as we discussed last week, is also lowering their earnings guidance while even market leader Apple Computer 
has serious supply chain issues that may limit their profit growth in this year. About the only sector of the economy that will likely see significant growth is the defense industry. It seems as though both sides of the war in Ukraine continue to grow more bellicose, with the collective West in particular continuing to provide more and more strategic military equipment to President Zelensky and his army. The United States has been at the forefront of this push, having spent to date well over $100 billion in current and future stocks of munitions and equipment. Ukraine alone promises to keep the military-industrial complex busy for months, if not years to come. Now, in reporting on the durable goods orders, the Census Bureau also provided data on capital goods. Those are the really big items, trucks, ships, planes, and large materi- and large machinery that are so large they can be capitalized, that is, financed individually. Non-defense capital goods declined in January by a whopping 15%, underscoring yet again that it is only defense spending that is supporting capital investing at this point. Bottom line, 2023 is not getting off to a good start. Granted, it is only one month's report, but there seems to be a real reluctance on the part of corporate America to invest in their future growth by purchasing durable and capital goods. And that's the value side for this Tuesday, February 28. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit valueside.com. I'm David Ravel. ValueSide is independently written and researched. The views expressed are strictly my own.